Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Did you find your shot? Do you need the shot? More monkeypox vaccine doses are on the way, but appointments are getting snapped up quickly. I'm Steve Burns in Harlem. Ben, everybody out of the water. Shark sighting off Fire Island. The third encounter in a week. I'm Sean Adams on Long Island. We'll keep you updated on the reported resignation coming for the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson on a dark day in British history, the 7th of July, a date that Brits will never forget. In our WCBS News Radio, 88 Seconds and Sound. Morning, Thursday, July 7th. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane. Craig Allen says a cloudy, muggy day ahead. Some sunshine around as we head for a high around 82 later on. New York today has more supply to meet the demand for protection against a spreading virus that causes skin lesions, fever, fatigue. Steve Burns is in Harlem with uh, what we can get our monkeypox vaccine, the shot, after another day of confusion yesterday. Steve, tell us about that and also who's being encouraged to get the vaccine, all of us? Yeah, with the supply so limited right now, they're looking to be very specific about who is most at risk and who should be looking to get this vaccine. Right now, it's being encouraged for gay, bisexual, or other men who have sex with men who are 18 or older, especially if they have been sexually active with multiple partners in the last few weeks. But as you mentioned, getting that vaccine has been much easier said than done. The city health department blames a glitch that allowed some appointments yesterday to be posted prematurely. The scheduling system was shut down and reopened later on, and the remaining appointments were gone within minutes. We are expecting to hear more today from health leaders about their plan for future vaccines at a clinic that's opening up here in Harlem. Paul and Wayne. Steve, is there any fear this virus is going to keep on spreading? There are certainly concerns that the response so far has been somewhat lackluster and it could lead to more spread. Just like we saw with the early days of COVID, testing for this is very limited. Again, vaccines are limited. In fact, this is a two-dose regimen of the monkeypox vaccine, but officials are holding off on giving out that second dose so more people can be given the first dose and at least be offered partial protection. So far, New York City counts 111 monkeypox cases. That's nearly double last week's total. Steve Burns on the monkeypox story this morning. Thanks. They've closed closed off part of Fire Island's popular beach because of what's been lurking in the water. The lifeguards saw the distinctive fin of a big old shark. We know they occasionally take nips out of humans, as apparently happened at Jones Beach last week. Sean Adams at Jones Beach this morning. Sean, what does this mean for our beach plans? Well, you can still come to the beach. You just have to be smart, be aware, pay attention to your surroundings, uh, because we know shark attacks are extremely rare. But it has been a busy week here on Long Island. A dorsal fin 20 feet offshore prompted lifeguards to clear the water yesterday at Davis Park Beach on Fire Island. Sunday, a shark uh, took a nibble, bit a lifeguard's hand and chest at Smith Point County Park. Uh, last week, uh, a suspected shark encounter. Something bit a man's foot here at Jones Beach. So uh, police are increasing boat, helicopter, and drone patrols. Uh, sharks have been uh, coming uh, closer to shore these days, it seems, and uh, the thought is is that they're, they're doing what sharks do. It's their world, and they're just following uh, schools of fish. Uh, if the fish are thriving, uh, the sharks are going to go where the meal is. Uh, typically, though, they're not interested in humans. Uh, and experts stress uh, the chances of an encounter with a shark are extremely small. Paul, wait. All right, Sean, thank you. Overnight violence in the city claimed three more lives. All died within an hour of each other. There were fatal shootings in Brooklyn and Queens and a fatal stabbing in the Bronx. And apparently they were all in cars. Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell will be talking about the city's crime stats this afternoon. At 11 last night, somebody on a bicycle 
fired into a Jeep Grand Cherokee near the intersection of Classen and Atlantic Avenues in Bed-Stuy. The driver stepped on the gas and crashed. One person in the car died. Let's go to our chief meteorologist, the guy who knows all about the weather. Craig Allen is here, and what's ahead today, bud? Now, taking a look at the uh, showers that are going on in southern New Jersey right now. Some of them heavy as you make your way on back towards Philly, but uh, they are moving from west to east, basically. So south of 195, the best bet for a rainy start to the day. North of 195 into New Jersey, the city, we have a chance of getting skirted by a shower or two here and there. And today's high, not as warm. The wind is easterly today, so 76 to 82. Low tonight near 70. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Any place has a chance for a shower or thunderstorm and highs at 80 to 85. Saturday, clouds will give way to developing sunshine. High near 80, so improving weather for Saturday and still looking like a great Sunday. In the city right now, we have 72, humidity 71%. And Craig, today President Biden will award the Presidential Medal of Freedom to a Queen's nurse. Sophia Hall spoke with her, a name you might remember. She was first in the U.S. to roll up her sleeve for what was then a brand new vaccine for COVID-19. A day does not go by that Northwell Health nurse Sandra Lindsay does not think about getting the first COVID vaccine in the country. When people come up to me and say, I wasn't going to take the vaccine. And after I saw you, I heard you. I rather went and got vaccinated or I spoke to my doctor. I did my own research. And so here I am today. That is really meaningful for me. And what I um, hoped would have happened. This honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom means so much to her. I hope it inspires someone out there, some young lady that looks like me who um, never believed in the power of possibility that um, they now believe in in the power of possibility. On Long Island, Sophia Hall, WCBS News Radio 880. 18 Americans will receive the nation's highest civilian honor today, including Olympic gymnast Simone Biles and former Arizona Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. Well, long COVID affects one in five patients who had COVID. CBS News' Jerika Duncan with more on one woman's battle. This is my current medical bills. 42-year-old Renee Larson is a COVID long hauler. Since getting COVID-19 in March of 2020, she suffered one medical ailment after another. I had a stroke. I've had blood clots in both legs. I've had paralysis in my right arm three times. But Larson says debilitating fatigue upended her 22-year career in HR. When the chronic fatigue hit, my world changed because I could not function. Unable to work, Larson lost her job. And unable to pay her bills, she says she lost her home and is now living with a friend. She spends her days seeing one doctor after another. Everyone has a different take. Every doctor. I have 23 doctors. I'm sorry, you have how many doctors? 23. Because of Because COVID? of COVID. Before this, I only had asthma. So this has changed my life. There is no universal clinical definition for long COVID, but there are more than 200 symptoms associated with it. CBS News correspondent Jerika Duncan on the Thursday Morning News Roundup. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernay with your three things to know on this Thursday morning. First, Mississippi with the highest infant mortality and teen birth rate in the country. It acts a law today to ban most abortions. The only remaining clinic performed the last procedure yesterday. Number two, Jersey City's mayor, Steve Phillips, says don't blame him for the roughly $1,000 increase in property taxes. The Jersey Journal reports the mayor attached a note to the bill to explain that last year the city used COVID relief money to subsidize the bill. Now... 
That money is gone. Third thing, our top international story, the breaking news from the U.K., the British Prime Minister agreeing today to resign. Boris Johnson simply unable to survive an ethics scandal that led to the resignations of more than 40 government ministers. And this date, July 7th, 7-7, is a dark day in the U.K. Let's listen to more now. Our WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds in sound. Ladies and gents, we need to clear now Russell Square. 2005, the coordinated terrorist bombing of the London subway and a double-decker bus. 700 injured, 52 killed. We've confirmed she will be the first woman in 191 years, indeed the first woman ever, to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. 1981, Sandra Day O'Connor, nominated by President Reagan, who was put on the defensive because the issue then as now was abortion, and conservatives thought she was pro-choice. I am completely satisfied. On her right to life position. Yes. And uh, did you interview her personally? Yes. Justice O'Connor went on to allow certain limits on access, but supported the fundamental right to abortion. It happened in 1947, or did it? Debate continues today about the strange debris found by a rancher in New Mexico, 70 miles north of a place called Roswell. Smithsonian historian Roger Launius. He uh, threw some of it in the back of his truck, and he drove downtown and talked to the sheriff, George Wilcox. And he says, I don't know what this stuff is. It looks kind of weird. You know, you think it has anything to do with those UFOs that people are talking about? That same day at the nearby Army airfield, Major Jesse Marcel collected debris scattered over a three-quarter mile stretch, three football fields wide. Decades later, in 1978, Major Marcel said he thought it was an alien spacecraft, but the military covered it up. In the 90s, Air Force Colonel John Hayes released photographs and videos that he said debunked the alien myth, but then admitted to reporters that these photos were from the 50s and 60s. Well, I'm afraid that's a problem that we have with time compression. The truth is out there. Why do we scream at each other? 1984, the release of what would be the top-selling single that year. When Prince died, this song recharted on the Billboard Top 10. This is July 7th.